Welcome to episode 70 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family, Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm... Actually, I'm wondering why I don't start off more of the episodes. Oh, also known as Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the wheeling, winding winner of wordplay and wackiness wrapped with whirlwinds of wonderment. Wow, wonderful wordplay when we wanted it, Wobbert. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> did you just call me Wobbert? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was trying to stick with the W words and wield wild words the way you were. And isn't Bob short for Robert? So I just went with Wobbert. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And my mom calls me Robert, but only when I'm in trouble. So she always calls you Robert. <laughs> For the most part. But the story I want to share with you today is actually about me doing something really good. Well, mostly good. And I think our listeners know I was kidding about you being in trouble all the time. You know, you do a lot of great things and always try to point people toward God. Plus, you are the best co-host I've ever had on this podcast. Oh, this award-winning podcast. Don't forget that. Wait, hang on. Aren't I the only co-host you've had on this podcast? Well, there wouldn't be an Average Boy podcast without Average Boy. So tell us your story, A.B., because I really want to hear it. Oh, yeah. So if any of our listeners are highly intelligent, then they already know about the terrible threesome at my school. Oh, wait. I have so many questions. Why would only highly intelligent people know about the terrible threesome? Well, because I talk about them a lot in my new book, Average Boys Above Average Year. And only really intelligent people have bought and read my book already. <laughs> okay, so you're kind of guilting people into reading your book and at the same time complimenting them for being intelligent. Exactly. It's available at the Focus on the Family online store right now. Okay. Well, I'm glad you got that out of your system. But for our listeners who haven't had a chance to read your new book, can you catch them up as to who are the terrible threesome? Oh, sure. Well, they're these three kids at my school. Their names are Jordan, Mark, and Luke. But most people call them the terrible threesome, which I... I sort of feel bad about. Why do you feel bad about that? Mostly because I made that name up for them when I first met them. The name really caught on because, you know, there's three of them and they're terrible. You know, I edited the Average Boys Above Average Yearbook, so I know they did cause a lot of problems for you throughout the school year. Right. I, I've had my problems with them in the past. And by past, I mean yesterday. Oh, so things haven't gotten any better? Well, sort of. But some kids just like being mean to other kids. For instance, last week I fell asleep and Mark drew a mustache on me in permanent marker. I was told that it would take about eight showers to get that off. So... Jesse, I'm going to have a marker mustache for an entire year. You know, that's terrible. Wait, wait, wait. It takes you a year to take eight showers? This isn't a math podcast, Jesse. This is a story podcast, so let's get back to my story. The point is, these kids, they're mean. Yeah, drawing a mustache on a kid who falls asleep is pretty awful. So was this at a slumber party or, or some kind of sleepover? It was in science class. Okay. Uh, you're starting to lose my sympathy a little bit here, A.B. You fell asleep at school? Well, 
we were studying Niels Bohr in science class and ugh, it was boring. So I kind of fell asleep. I admit it wasn't the right thing to do, but Mark Steele shouldn't have drawn on my face. Can, can we get back to concentrating on that? Yeah, of course. So what happened when you woke up? Well, I complained to Mr. Sloan, our science teacher, but he was more concerned that I was sleeping in his class than he was about face vandalism. Plus, Mr. Sloan said the handlebar mustache made me look like a mad scientist, which, you know, was perfect for science class. So, you've got these kids at school, the terrible threesome as you name them, who are not really nice or a good influence. You know, I know in your new book, you worked out some stuff with them and, and you even got them to go to a church party. But what happened this week? Okay, first of all, stop telling our listeners what happened in the book. I want people to read it. And, and second of all, you know, thankfully... I know God wants us to show kindness to others, even our enemies. Especially our enemies. Matthew chapter 5, verses 44 and 45 says, Love your enemies. Pray for those who hurt you. Then you'll be children of your Father who is in heaven. And Luke records a similar thing in chapter 6, verse 35, where Jesus says, Love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then you will receive a lot in return and you'll be children of the Most High God. He is kind to people who are evil and who are not thankful. You know, so God wants us to love our enemies even if they're ungrateful and wicked. I totally agree, and that's exactly what I was doing. I was being loving and kind to these ungrateful and wicked knuckleheads. Oh, well, I'm not sure calling them names is a great... Well, anyway, uh, continue with your story. So, you know how I'm always trying to be nice to the terrible threesome. You know, like the Bible says, uh, we need to be salt and light in this dark world. So, when I saw them in the school hallway laughing, I walked up and said, Hey guys, what's so funny? Are you remembering my jokes from my talent show performance? (laughs) Yeah, that's great, A.B. You know, you gave them a chance to be nice. Not exactly. Turns out I was giving them a chance to make fun of me. Mark quickly responded, no, we're actually laughing. So obviously we're not thinking about your talent show performance. Oh, well, at least you tried. Uh, Being nice to others isn't always well received, but it always makes God happy. Well, hang on. It actually gets worse. Turns out the terrible threesome was making fun of Jimmy, this new kid in our school. And Jesse, get this. Jimmy is in a wheelchair. Wow. You know, it takes a lot for me not to like someone, but there's no excuse for making fun of a new kid in a wheelchair. I know. Can you imagine being a new kid in a school and being in a wheelchair? Mark, Luke, and Jordan were making mean jokes about him and his wheelchair, and I was starting to get really mad. In in fact, I was planning on being more salt than light at this point. Uh, now, Now, hang on, A.B. We just looked at some Bible verses that remind us to love our enemies. Don't forget that. Jesse, Jordan said they should leave Jimmy's backpack on the stairs. Okay, yeah, I I really don't like these kids. Uh, Now hang on, Jesse, don't forget about the scriptures we just read. Ha, oh, okay, you're right. But not only were they being mean, I just don't like those kind of jokes. Uh, Professional comedians call it punching down, and it's totally inappropriate humor. Uh, But you're right, I just hope you remembered those scriptures when all this was happening. I did. Well, sort of. I asked him, what's so funny about a kid in a wheelchair? And Jordan said, judging from your talent show performance, you don't know what's funny. So now they were making fun of me and Jimmy. Uh, But you remembered our last episode uh, where your parents were controlling their anger. So 
You did the right thing, right? Uh, yeah. Let's let's go with that. Actually, I didn't even get to respond to their comment because Everly walked up and interrupted all of us. Uh, hang on. I edited your new book, and of course, I read all your stories in Clubhouse Magazine, but I don't think you've mentioned Everly before. Oh, you would really like Everly. She's Sarah's best friend. Actually, she's everyone's best friend. She always does the right thing. Uh, she Oh, she can catch frogs faster than Billy and me, so she's automatically cool. <laughs> I like her already. So Everly bounded up and challenged the three by saying, Have you guys even met Jimmy? He's really funny. This obviously really bothered me, Jesse. Well, of course it... Wait, why would what she said bother you? It sounds like she was sticking up for Jimmy. It's because she said Jimmy was really funny. Jesse, I'm the funny one at school. I don't want some new kid coming in and taking over my title as funniest kid in school. As who gave you that title? It doesn't matter. I, I wasn't ready to give it up. Uh, A.B., I really hope you're joking, because Everly did a great thing by asking the terrible threesome if they even knew Jimmy or had given him a chance before making fun of him. This isn't the time to make everything about you. You didn't do that, did you? Uh, of course not. Uh, A.B.? Okay, I may have asked Everly if Jimmy was funnier than me, but but then Luke said something super mean again. Uh, well, what did he say? Luke said... Don't worry, Bob. You're definitely better at stand-up comedy than Jimmy would be. Ah, <gasps> uh, that's terrible. You know, I can see how they got their name. I know, right? But I didn't even get a chance to say anything. Mark and Jordan burst out laughing at what Luke said, <laughs> but then a voice shut everyone down. Oh, uh, did a teacher come out into the hallway and just get on them? No. Jimmy rolled up behind the terrible threesome, and he said... Yeah, I've heard that one before. Jesse, it was so great. The terrible threesome turned around, and Jimmy was just staring at them, grinning. He didn't seem to be offended, and he looked like he had a lot of confidence. I liked him right away, mostly because he was making Mark, Jordan, and Luke super nervous. Yeah, yeah. This Jimmy kid, he sounds amazing. Oh, just wait. Jimmy stuck out his hand, and he said, Hi, my name's Jimmy. The smart kids get to know me. The mean kids ignore me and make jokes. Which one are you going to be? Ooh, yeah, that's awesome. You know, Jimmy was giving them a chance to make a choice, to be nice or to be a bully. Uh, the same choice we get every time we meet someone who's different than us. Totally. Mark paused for a bit and he finally stammered. He was like, uh, sorry, we were just make, uh, so... So how long have you been in that wheelchair? <laughs> Jesse, I was loving this. And then Jimmy said, well, I woke up at 7.15, so I've been in this wheelchair about three hours today so far. Oh, Jimmy sounds like he's got a great sense of humor. Yeah, you know what? He's probably the second funniest kid in the school. A.B.? Uh, okay, okay. Actually, what Jimmy said next was so funny, I wouldn't mind admitting he's funnier than me. Well, you know, some of the time. So, what else did he say? So there was an awkward, long silence. You know, kind of like whenever we... Don't say like when I tell a Jesse joke. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to say that at all. In fact, I wasn't even going to mention Jesse jokes today because I was kind of hoping we'd get through an episode without you remembering to tell one. Well, actually, I went to the doctor last week about that. Wait, you went to the doctor about your Jesse jokes? <laughs> I hope he gave you something to cure him. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I went to the doctor about my memory. I said, doctor, I keep forgetting things. And he said, how long have you had this problem? And I said, 
How long have I had what problem? All right. Anyway, there was a long pause in the hallway. Kind of like just now. <laughs> no, you know that was a funny joke. How would I know that? Uh, because today's the day to tell funny jokes. Wait, what do you mean? It's pun day. Ha! <laughs> pun day. Ah, oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> anyway, Jordan was looking super uncomfortable. He asked Jimmy another question. He said, what happened to your legs? Jimmy said... They stopped working because I kicked too many mean people. <laughs> oh, Everly and I were bursting out laughing. Yeah, this is a great story, and it reminds me of an important point. God wants us to look at people's hearts, not at their outward appearance, because, you know, we're all different in many ways, and different is good. We look different, we act different, we have different senses of humor. Yeah, this world would be so boring if we were all the same. So instead of making fun of our differences, we should appreciate them. That's exactly right. Plus, when someone's making fun of you, try not to let it bother you. You know, my dad likes to remind me that the bullies are the insecure ones. He says I should have confidence that God made me different for a reason. You are different, Bob, in the best way. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of a question we got from a caller. Um, hang on, let me find it. Oh, you want me to tell another joke while you're looking no, for the... No, I, I found it, I found it, I found oh. it. Don't, please don't stop listening, everyone. Okay. Check this out. How are we made in the image of God, but um, have different skin colors? And have we ever gone snowboarding? Bye. Ah, that's a great question. I know, and I actually have a funny snowboarding story. You see, three years ago... No, 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 not, not the snowboarding question, uh, although I'm more of a skier. You know, I'm talking about the question of how we are made in the image of God, but we look different. You see, when the Bible says humans are made in the image of God, it means God forms us special. We're the pinnacle. We're like the top, the highlight of his creation. He gave us these creative brains just like he's creative. And, and we can love each other because God is love. Humans are different from the animals. You know, he made us to know him and be known by him. Plus, we have thumbs, so we know God has thumbs. Oh, I wonder if God has ever hitchhiked. You need a thumb for that, you know. Uh, that's not what I meant, A.B. God is spirit. He doesn't have a physical body. He's omnipresent, which means he's everywhere all the time, so he doesn't have to travel. Plus, God is eternal. He's lived before the beginning of time and will continue to live forever. He did, however, send his son Jesus, who was 100% man and 100% God, to earth to die for our sins. Uh, the first man, Adam, who God breathed life into, sinned against God, and that original sin separates us from God. Uh, but the good news is Jesus rose from the dead and offers forgiveness and salvation for everyone who believes in him. You know, Jesus links us back to God. So we're all created in God's image, but we look different because we are different. Uh, you know, different personalities, different different muscles, different hair color, and, and, and different sin. However, since we're made in the image of God, that gives each of our lives purpose and worth. 
It's not based on how much money we have or what color of skin we have or or if we can't get our hair to comb down. <laughs> I'm really glad about that last one. But we all have value because we're made in the image of God. And getting back to the question, our different skin colors just display the fullness of God's kingdom. You know, scientifically speaking, skin is skin. Uh, the only difference is the amount of melanin in our skin. And melanin is the brown pigment our bodies create that gives our skin color. So really, uh, humans are all basically brown. We just vary from lighter brown to darker brown. But just like the question said, every person is created in the image of God. Exactly, which is why I like seeing Jimmy's confidence in not letting bullies try to take away his value. Yeah, you know, Jimmy just sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, right after Jimmy put the terrible threesome in their place, I shouted, I want to be your friend. It, it was sort of awkward. But then Jimmy gave me a high five, and then Everly, Jimmy, and I went to the cafeteria to eat lunch together. You know, nobody ever knows what adventures lay ahead of them, but I'm pretty sure Jimmy is going to be rolling into some of mine. Well, speaking of adventures, this is the end of ours for today. Thanks for listening to the official Average Boy podcast, which is a presentation of Focus on the Family. After hearing today's episode, I'm guessing you'll want to hear all of them. You can listen to them all at averageboy.org. At that website, you'll also find a link to buy my new book, Average Boys Above Average Year, where you can read more about how I met the terrible threesome. And you can also buy Bob's and my two devotional books there too. Plus, you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month by subscribing to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. Oh, and please let us know what you think of the podcast. You can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can even call us and leave us a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call because we might use your voice on a future episode. You know, we always enjoy hearing your questions about God. And we want to hear your jokes. <laughs> we need more good jokes on here. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you don't be average, be super average. Seriously, Jesse, aren't I the only co host on this podcast? <laughs>